This is The Fifth Night at the Brown Table, a podcast from three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast of space, of these words, it is your favorite. Songstress, seamstress, mistress, mattress, all that in a bag of chips. And the chips are all popping in that. And we locking and popping and we bopping. Lamar, hi. Today, we are going to be talking about Erin Molan's comments on what she said on the radio station 2GB. The program was Continuous Call. She did an, a mockery imitation of pronouncing Pacific Islander names. And that's the situation. Initial thoughts. Go ahead. Um, so initially, I did not hear the whole thing. All I heard was that small sound bite, because that's the thing that was going viral, where she goes, the halab, I can't even imitate fuka, it. Muka, muka, muka. There you go. <laughs> and so for me, when I originally heard it, I was just like, I want to hear it from what happened before then to the actual sound bite. So for me, I do understand that when it comes to a lot of different, um, you know, with how we speak, there are certain things that are hard for us to say. It was probably hard for her, for her to say. What I didn't appreciate was, for me, it felt like it was disrespectful. I agree, because when she said it, she laughed. Yeah. And then she was like, uh-huh, what was the name? And she was the only one laughing. Yeah. Exactly. No, I think it was very disrespectful. You are a professional, and you're saying names in a game that is literally filled with a lot of Polynesian players. So the fact that you went on radio and disrespected the pronunciation of the names, I mean, sis, do better. Even, because you know how, like, Straight away when the when the soundbite came out on Twitter, it like lit up and people were saying, oh, all this stuff and whatnot. But the thing for me was she didn't issue an apology until days later. And for me, I wanted to understand her reasoning behind. Because for me, I'm like, oh, I totally get it if you find it hard. But at least make an attempt and don't laugh about it. Like that was just my... But was it an actual... I thought it wasn't an, ap- an apology though. No, she did. So she issued a statement today mm-hmm. saying that the Daily Mail and Took other news outlets were... They had taken things, one, they had taken things out of context, but two, she did apologize on the show. Oh, okay. Before it stopped. So she apologized on the show, she apologized in the press, and then she had to issue a clarification today. I think the news article was either printed today or yesterday. That's what she said, though. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that it's true because no one's seen any evidence, but she's also filing a lawsuit of defamation against uh, the Daily Mail for running that story because they were the first. So that's the situation now. It does provide something interesting because she has she's not free from scandal. Previously, she had presented Semi Rodrigo's situation with his wife, and he, she presented it in a way that made it seem like Semi was already guilty. That was point number one. She didn't apologize for that. She did fat shame another player, Dave Taylor. She did apologize for Dave Taylor, not for Semi. So she's. It seems like she's. She has. A history of unprofessionalism. Oh, because I was going to say, I don't think that's racist. Like, I don't think that would be racially provoked. Because for me, I'm like, domestic violence, it's a big issue. Yeah. And like, maybe literally, as a woman, she has a different yeah, perspective. Yeah. So for me, I, I would get why she wouldn't apologize for that. Not that I'm saying that he was guilty, but I get why she wouldn't back down from that issue. When it comes to the fat shaming, because it's something that's literally, it, I, I feel like it's offensive. So of course, I, f- I feel like her apologizing makes sense to me. Because I'm kind of like just thinking back for when I was growing up, I have a really long name. Mm. And like there have been times where teachers, I remember my brother's teacher, this was back, I think I was in the fifth grade, and she pronounced our surname as Tutti Fruity. You know what I mean? And like that still stuck with me till now. Is it like, like for me, I feel as though 
as a Polynesian person, we're constantly trying to minimize our identity so that white people have it more easier. I'm going to add on to that thought. So we asked you guys what your opinion was, and some of you came back with some really interesting thoughts. And there was one comment that kind of adds to that. I think she is unaware of her privilege and her racism. I think it's difficult for people who are the epitome of privilege to completely comprehend how hurtful offhand remarks can be, even when they are innocent. It can be confusing for them when they may hear others of that identifying race making fun or making light of things, but that usually comes from trying to make their shame palatable and is not an invitation for others to join. I shared that quote in addition to yours because that often is a mechanism that we use to try and laugh it off to make the embarrassment palatable. Because I've had an experience mm. like that where a teacher did mispronounce my name, not deliberately, but that did make everyone else kind of erupt with laughter. I've been called sushi so far at legitimate attempts, but it doesn't make the situation less awkward. I think I've just learned to brush it off. Mm. Yeah, like for me, I had a relative where you know we all lived in New Zealand a few times it was hard for people to say our names a lot of times it was easy because we have Polynesian teachers or Pacific Island teachers there so when we moved over to Australia the certain cousin let's just say his name is Le Mafofau and the teacher said it was too hard so she gave him the pretend name of Jason until this day these are made up names I'm I'm putting it in place of his actual name and the name that he was he now takes but for me I was just like that name Jason has nothing to do with your name but she gave it to him because it was too hard for her to say and was replacing it with something that was easier. But at the same time, for me, I know in our Pacific Island community, I know of plenty of people who give given, like missionaries in Samoa, for example, if, they, if their name is, like, for example, Goldberg. When he went and served in Tonga, he then became Goldipoki. So yeah. for me, it can be used in the reverse situation as well, where it becomes easier for our people to use a name if it's said in the island way if that makes sense but then that's usually the direct translation oh, i should say direct translation but the salmon version of the name there's a petition out to fire her there is like name calling like one of the one of your responses was she a hoe <laughs> <laughs> look and oi i'm gonna name and shame but, like, no, don't say, Sorry, don't say like, yeah, there's nothing wrong we do not shame people's um choices with their how they are sexually up to her however she loves her life the thing for me is just in my opinion i honestly don't understand why she's on the show i tweeted this earlier to be on the footy show you usually have to have played footy she has never played footy and there are plenty of women that have like i'm sure there's Still now, Jillaroos or retired Jillaroo players, females who have played the game. So for me, it makes sense if they were on the footy show. But I mean, to, in my opinion, she's on there because she's a pretty woman and she has a background in journalism. But that doesn't make sense to me. You know, cancel culture these days, like, it's very toxic. I don't agree with the cancelling of her career, per se, because I think we should give people the opportunity to learn from their mistakes and then grow from it. Like, how are we supposed to move forward as people if we just cancel someone and then, like throw them to the side that doesn't really show any growth you know i want her to know okay i was her like what what actions are you going to take from now i don't want to like say i'm her go away like i want to see that growth but she's not the only one like i've watched games and i've heard commentators like literally like slaughter hmm. our, our, our surnames and i remember crit he he did a feature in a video on how to pronounce polynesian islander names a few years ago 
So for me, it's not something that she's done. It's been done quite a few times. And I think something that I didn't that didn't sit right with me with her apology statement was when she said our game. Yep. Um, yeah. When 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 did Bleak belong to you? This is the thing I'll clarify. It's usually how commentators speak in that in as commentators they say oh our boys are out here today regardless of what team they are. So in for the sake of being fair to her, the context of that, she I don't think she meant our game as in like it's an Australian game. She meant. When you're in that community, you say our, you say, oh, those are our boys that are out there. That's how comments, like Phil Gould does it, Sterlo does it. So if she meant it in that way, I can see it being that okay. way. Well, just for me, I think, and, and I don't just mean Erin, I remember they even made a video before where they said the funniest um, names in the NRL, and they were literally... Wait, are you, is this for real? No, I'm being, this is, and I, I remember thinking it was an ad, but it was a segment on the footy show, and they were all literally names of people that were coloured in the NRL. So for me, I'm just like, just because it's not easy for you, but you don't make a complaint about the name Schwarzenegger, you don't make a complaint about the name, um, like, you know, there are so many Euro names, but they make an attempt to pronounce it. Don't get me wrong, I'm all for jumping in and uh, helping, like, represent the Polynesian community and all that stuff but the people who need to be saying this the loudest are the NRL players I'm not for trying to help and represent somebody that doesn't care about it themselves if this means that much and if they really do take 42% of the NRL I think it's 45 45% that's enough people to have a loud enough voice to make a difference not everybody else trying to defend our trying to defend the culture one of the other responses that I liked was they said, in my opinion, the pronunciation of our surname should be something that is taken seriously. It's our heritage and ultimately our identity. If you're in a profession where you analyse athletes and discuss statistics and a little 90% of the athletes she analyses are, Poly are Polynesians, it's part of your job and professional courtesy to learn how to pronounce the names of those you analyse. I read some deep, oh, don't know what that says, say we must respect the Aussie joking culture, but it's like, wait, on do we respect the joking culture or who do you think created it? Don't know how that makes sense. Anyways, the joking the joking culture suits them when they want it to suit them. It's only a joke when Aaron makes fun of our surnames, but it's not funny when we say your ancestors are thieves. And my job. I mean, I don't I found it offensive, but I didn't find it I didn't find it racist. I just found it offensive and insensitive. Mm. I didn't also didn't see it as a personal attack on Polynesian culture to me. I didn't. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling some sort of way now. I remember there was this time when I was trying to think of Instagram name, but because Shalomo was taken. I don't know how Shalomo was taken, <laughs> but it was taken. Banned. <laughs> it was taken. Um, so I was very conflicted with using my full name, which is Shalomo Totelufoy. It is super long. And I remember I was talking to one of my work moms at work. And I was asking her about this issue. She was like, oh, I want to, like, should I do shalama.t? And she was, I remember specifically, she looked at me, she said, no, you, you, you use your full name. You make people remember your name. That really got to me because I think growing up, I was not ashamed of my name, but I was always constantly trying to hide my, I felt like I was hiding my identity because I didn't want to use my full name. It was hard for people to understand. It was hard for people to pronounce. And that really stayed with me until like now, like I use my full name for everything that I do. I'm very proud of my full name. My grandpa comes from a family of, he's the only man. And then the rest of his siblings are sisters. And then when he came and had children, 
he ended up having five boys and one girl. So like the fact that my grandpa's name is now being able to be carried off into so many like little stems of different people, like I'm so proud of that. When I was looking at this, like it reminded me of why I should be proud of my name and why I should take pride with my, you know, the history that my name carries. And I'm really proud of that. So sis, again, do better. Okay, next headline. Uh, Netflix and HBO has removed the following shows from their service. Uh, anything that Chris Lilly has made, Little Britain, The Mighty Boosh, and Gone with the Wind. Uh, that was a headline, and this was in direct response to what's happening around the world with Black Lives Matter. Go. <laughs> okay, look. I love Summer High Tie. Like, when Summer High Tie came out, when we went to New Zealand, we bought the DVD and took it, and us and our cousins, we, like, bonded over Like, mm. to me, I think it's so funny. Like, still now. I think it's really funny. I think it's really funny too. You know, it's it's funny. I was thinking about this today and I was like, why did I really like Summer Heights High? For me, I, f I felt like it was one of the first representations of seeing Polynesian people in media. I mean, I guess in a younger younger sense because a, a lot of them are younger. Aside from that, I remember there was like that cartoon. Brotown? Yeah. It's, Bro New Zealand. it's New Zealand though. Like, yeah. And that's why I really liked it at the time. But now that I think about it, like this is a white man who's reduced the Tongan culture to a very small stereotype, but has exaggerated it to a point where it's kind of like making fun of people. So I understand why people are very, um, what do you call it? Why it's very problematic. But does that mean I'm problematic because I still like it? <laughs> I understand your the viewpoint and taking it that way, but I don't see it being... I think because it is singular and it stands on its own, I don't see Summer High Thai being, oh, this is how all Polynesians are. I never took it that way because I don't think Jamei is an accurate representation of all private schoolgirls. I don't think Mr. G is an accurate representation of all he drama is. teachers. He is. Welcome to Mr. G's room, G's room, G's room. Welcome to Mr. G's room, come inside. Come on, Celine. Come but, on. Yeah, but yeah, no, but you get what I mean? I don't, for me, like, it's an exaggeration, but that's skit shows. That's, they're all an exaggeration. The fact that it was just one, one that happened to be Pacific Islander, I'm not saying that it's an honor to be a part of that show. No way. I'm just saying he was looking for a different kind of story. I didn't find it particularly offensive. There are times where I definitely acted like him in high school. So I can relate, but then I also can detach enough where I didn't think, I didn't find it particularly personally offensive. But do you think this gives people a leeway of like, oh, well, he did message like me as someone who is not Polynesian, or let me pretend to be a Polynesian person. And that did happen. Like I found that after Summer I Tied, there were a lot more people that felt like they could freely be able to imitate us and they found it funny. And for me, I didn't find that funny. And so I, I get how problematic that could be. Like Sifa was saying, I think because we are part of our community, we know that us as Pacific Islanders, we come in different forms, some of like different ways of thinking and feeling and speaking. So for me, when it comes to Jonah, we understand that we're not all like him, but the rest of Australia doesn't. 
like the benefits of white privilege is when you do something, your whole your whole people don't get painted the same with the same brush. When we do something, for some reason we do. And so with Jonah, I noticed that a lot of people it pushed the racial stereotype that mm. Pacific Islanders aren't smart, that they come from violent homes, that their parents are detached, and that they bully. But that is not a fact. Oh, that we all dance and we're all musical. Majority of us do dance. <laughs> and then we all speak like a certain yeah, way. And I'm just like, but that that isn't true. And so I think I think that's that's where I get okay, I see the problem with it. This is one of the responses that I found was what Netflix can do is fund more indigenous content and creators mm. and put it front and center. Enough with reactionary responses. Removing content doesn't empower the next generation. Make something that does. Put your money up. And I like that response. Oh, wow. I don't think I don't think the response should have been to take it down. Just show more kinds of content because yeah. I find that there's a new movement now with the Asian Americans. They're putting way more content now, and they're putting them at the forefront so that they have different representation other than Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm. Because back other in regards to like mainstream big time movies, there's only martial arts films. Mm-hmm. But now on Netflix itself, there are romantic comedies. There's a coming of age movie. Korean dramas are becoming way more prominent now, like in regards to um, media consumption. Mm -hmm. I just think more content of different kinds, not taking down the Chris Lilly one. And I think that's something that we were talking about earlier. The Australian media is not an accurate representation of the reality of our society. Mm -hmm. Like when I lived in New Zealand, because I was obsessed with Home and Away, um, (laughs) and I honestly thought that that's what Australia looked like, that they're all white and that everyone lives close to the beach. Coming here... It is a melting pot of different cultures. And so when you see the media, a lot of people overseas automatically assume. I remember when we were in New York and we told the cab driver that we were from Australia and he goes, stop lying. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have taken accents. But I remember because mm. everyone thinks that people in Australia are white, blonde, blue-eyed, but it isn't. And so for me, I love that if we push for more shows to show an accurate portrayal of Australian society, for example, Redfern Now. I love it. It shows the different kinds of of people that exist within that culture. I think people and our society will also get a better idea of how we are and how we function. I would love to see more cultural yeah. content within Australian media. I would love to see a show where it literally shows all the different cultures we have in one setting. Does that make sense? Like, for example, like on SBS and ABC, they will show shows, like, for example, there was Mob Time for Kids, where it's all Indigenous Aboriginal people. And then they will have, like, different shows where it's just, like, one group. One group, one race. But I would love to show, because, like, literally when we went to school, I know for sure our friend group, our friend groups were mixed. Here in Australia, they're always mixed. Apart from the areas where it's a small community of you, so usually you tend to stick together. So for me, that's an accurate betrayal of... Australian society is usually we're a mixed group of people so I would love to see that as well that'd be awesome did we have any other responses yeah one of the responses about you know some high tie and whatnot was I'm for it being removed I think too long we have been conditioned to accept things outside of our control whereas now there's volume behind a collective voice calling out racial pressure points in in entertainment there will be those that try and make out that this is overkill though which is true a lot of people have been saying that this has been pushed because of the BLM movement, with the Black Lives Matter movement. So what are our thoughts on that? Wasn't this, doesn't this go off the cuff of what you were just saying about drowning out this type of media with content created by our people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I, but he, yeah, I think with him, 
maybe the maybe the idea hasn't been introduced in regards to promoting more content, but for him, he was just for removing it. But what do you think about the racial pressure point, Lamar? And what do you mean? To be honest, I don't know. To be honest, you referenced me and I was like, I wasn't ready. So can you not talk to me? In the words of Pauline Hanson, please explain. Um, and so I think, like, for example, because they, they said it in reference as well to the Aaron Mullen as well. The response was, if it wasn't for the Black Lives Matter movement, this wouldn't be that deep. So I noticed that that seems to be the response to both of these different situations where they feel that this whole push with Black Lives Matter has pushed other um, things when it's come to different countries. For example, the push for, um, you know, for more representation mm. in media, in society, in government. We need more representation of the different kinds of people that are in the country. It's about time. Yeah, exactly. That's how yeah. I feel. And we've been seeing, like, across social media, there's been a lot of companies that are coming out. A lot of people are being called out. Um, and it's about time. Hmm. Leah Michelle. And that's that on that. <laughs> facts are facts and that's a fact. <laughs> Okay, so the game we're playing is Song Association. And because I was on the what put it together, I cannot play. What's Song Association? So Song song? Association is I will pick one of these cards, one of these folded pieces of paper. I will read the word and you have to sing a line from a song, but it has to be the full line and we have to be able to Google it. I I can tell if it's made up. How? Because I will see it in your face and both your faces. No, don't I'm an actress. You just need to look at Lamar. <laughs> I'm an actress. I will actress. see it. Lamar is the worst culprit of making stuff up. I'm so I, I, I'm going to read the word. You have to sing a whole line from a song. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Wait, do we ha- is it a competition? Yes, it's a competition. Oh, so it's whoever goes first. Yeah, yeah whoever goes first oh. between you and Sephar. Oh my gosh. Hold okay, on. I, I just need to fix my mic. Okay. <laughs> and you have to sing it. You get extra points if it's um, in tune. Okay, are you ready? The first word is non-binary. <laughs> oh, I love oh, I love the song. <clears throat> Every time I cry, it's because I can fly. I'm non-binary. Cancelled. So no one gets a point. Was that the that one was, word? That was the that one word. Shit. I told you guys there was a trick word. I told you. No, the fact that he 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 rhymed cry with fly with non binary. I mean, okay. I told you, I'm an actress. Next word is take. Take on me. Take on me. So it's cancelled. Oh, okay. wow. Actually, no, I'm going to give this to Lamar. That was really good. Ah, thank thank you. you. That's Lamar. Okay, next word is. Baby. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, you. 
would have gotten the extra points, but you didn't. So no one gets it. <laughs> I was, it was like, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> Somebody to die for. Sam Smith. Look it up. It's his new song. Is that, what, is that, is that I believe line? you. That's the only line I know. <laughs> okay. I'll Next, give that. I'll give that. I'll give that. Next word is dream. Dream lover, come, come rescue, rescue me. me. Take, take me up. Take me home. Take me home. Take me up. Take me down. Take me higher. Take me lower. Take me everywhere you want to go. Is it? Is that the lyrics? No. <laughs> it is not the words. As the a diehard Mariah fan. It's as, as one of the lambs. That's one lamb. of Mimi's lambs. Oh, <laughs> that, no, is that her fan base? Yeah, yeah. Like, like your mattresses. Yeah. Matrice. 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 Okay, next word is boy. Boy, I can see you've been crying and you've needed somebody to talk to. If I were a boy Too late, no, too late, too late. doesn't count Sapphire, you can redeem Baby boy, you say your mama Fulfill my But that's flat I say y'all I say y'all You get the point Oh, you got me go All the choreography yeah. as well Okay <laughs> Next word is Heart Hit me far Wherever your heart. <laughs> <laughs> I know. No, I believe that the heart does go on. You, that's right. Yeah, the song's see? right. He just, no, he put. He yeah, placed the word. Yeah, yeah. The heart does go on. Go on. What's more? Oh, the key change. Because <laughs> yeah. What? Okay. Because of the truth. I'm half German, half Chinese. Wow, the vocal gymnastics. 10 points. Okay, so right now it's 3-3. Three, three. Ooh. Next word is back. Baby got back. My neck. <laughs> my, my back. back. My Emma. That was way too fast, Lamar. Next word is girl. Girl. I'm your girl. You're my girl. No, wait, why did you go to him? He sang it first. No, we both sang it together. No, he sang it first. No. I heard it. Is it your ears that are judged? He's the loudest. I'm the judge. Relax. Right, last one wins. Look, make it the last one. I want to give this a step far. Yes. Oh, so it's a pity one? I'm not above that. Okay. Last one. Last one wins. Bye. Bye 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 bye. Don't wanna be a fool for you. Just another player in the game or two. You may hate me, but it ain't no lie, baby. Bye bye bye. Oh bye bye. Okay, you win. Alright. Why does he win? I said it first. 
good. Because I said extra points for the vocal yeah. gymnastics. Yeah, but he didn't get the initial points. So you didn't even have Corey. If you want to add Corey, I get it. I was a puppet. I was a puppet. You know what? I'm gonna give up to Safa. That was a really okay. Good another pretty one. So that was our game for today. <laughs> oh my gosh! I won. No, you didn't. Safa won because oh, of all the pretty points you love gave that. him. Oh, so good. congratulations, Safa. You are the song association winner. Thank you. Thank you. That was fun. Wayfront, and it's really hot in here. I know. Is it? I think because yeah. of all the you know the high and the rush from performing and hearing you guys perform. that I am privileged to be here and listen to and be with. I'm glad that you're recognizing your Thank privilege you. to be in my presence. Make sure that like you really take care of yourself because I know okay. it's overwhelming to it be is. in this presence. Like, I don't know how to handle this. Like Journaling. Um... <laughs> ecotherapy. Like, this is just so overwhelming. Like, I'm just totally in awe you know, of you two. When I'm overwhelmed, what I like to do is, so I like to sit in place and I like to make up a song. So like, just oh. give me a word. A word? Non-binary. N O N B I N A O Y. Make me cry. <laughs> non-binary. Non-binary. Yeah. That's beautiful. And it really calms me down. Sefa, did you want to battle him with another word? I really me, think that you could do it. Sefa, the word is gymnastics. Gymnasty. The word was gymnastics, not gymnastic. Oh. So you're going to pull me up for that, but you're going to pull him up for non-binary? <laughs> non-binary still passes. Okay, gymnastic, you've totally changed the word. Gym, okay, just here we are. Okay, okay, okay. Gymnastic, looking tasty. Ooh. Even though you're pasted. Hey, 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 I love that. <laughs> that was his butt cheeks. <laughs> That was so good. Oh, love I'm that. like, this is what I mean. Like, thank you so much for blessing me tonight. That was fun.